In Gibson's case, he said neighbors who confront him often resort to calling the police. Before you call the police, <laughs> I was just about to say that. What, what else could be done? done? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Man, fishing. I'm I'm just fishing. Let's talk about what you got going on. I promise you, Ryan gonna call the police tonight. You gotta talk to me, all right? Can't do it like this. Before you call the police, what else can be done? I'm dead. DP. Welcome to Building Bridges with Black Men. Got this article in report in the NBC News. This article is on from July 2023. Black man or black fishermen repeatedly confronted by white neighbors who ask what he's doing there. Wow. What is he doing there? And just to start, he actually is a resident of that neighborhood. <laughs> wow. Fishing. Being asked, what are you doing there? Just think about fishing, <laughs> man. When you go fishing, you just, you go to a serene place that's quiet, whether you're on a boat or on a dock. You just cast your net amongst the waters, as the Bible says. <laughs> We're just fishing. We're just waiting to catch something. But from this article we're about to get into, he caught something else, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he caught something else. Fishing. Yeah, yeah fishing is a uh, leisure. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you don't go fishing. Fishing isn't like you're going to play ball or something. Right. And you're waiting for some bite. For got a bite. tackle box. Might have a couple of pieces. Might have some sandwiches. Yeah. Some bottled water. I'm just fishing, man. I'm not doing anything to anybody. And for those who are listening in who have gone fishing, get into the mindset of when you fish and what that was like for you, um, whether you caught fish, caught something that day or not, just being able to be at a place of, of peace. Hmm. Um, so let's get into this article. All right, three times in one day, Anthony Gibson was asked by a white person what he was doing sitting by a pond in his neighborhood in New, New, Noonan, Georgia. Three times he was asked. Another white person came and bothered me while I'm fishing, Gibson said in a July 11 TikTok posted from his TikTok account. Gibson, who is black and documents his experiences fishing for catfish, carp, crappies, and other fish on the social platform, said he had started videotaping every time one of the white residents in his 200 home development, Springwater Plantation, confronts him, asking for his address and questioning whether he should be there. Wow. He told NBC News that he soon learned he wasn't the only black resident of the community to be confronted by white neighbors. Uh-oh. So he ain't the only one. In the July 11 video, Gibson star, sorry, Gibson sat with two black female friends when a white resident named Tanya Petty told him that the lake was for, quote unquote, residents only, and that she would take down his license plate to report him to local authorities. Uh-oh. Here we go. Before you call the police, <laughs> go get Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, what you doing? Like you got this is this this is what we deal with. We yes, yes, yes. Tanya, Tanya came. By the end of the day, Gibson said he and his friends were approached a total of four times mm. 
that day by residents asking him if he lived in the community. <laughs> lived in the community. Okay. I, do, I literally wanted people to see what people like me have to go through when they live in a nice neighborhood, Gibson told NBC News, about recording the confrontations. And people don't think that they live there. Mm. Gibson, an actor, said that harassment began about a year ago. He was sitting at the lake with a friend who was white, and nearby were two white men whom he didn't know. One of them approached Gibson and asked him to provide his address. When Gibson declined, the man called the police. Although he remained calm, Gibson said he probably was the most upset I ever been. Wow. I'm telling the police, why are you bothering me, Gibson said. I said, I, don't, I can't believe that you're bothering me this much and all I'm doing is fishing. I'm not smoking, I'm not yep. drinking, I'm not partying, mm. I'm not making loud noise, I'm not loitering, but you ask me all of these questions. Two other white men fishing nearby told Gibson that they had been fishing at the pond for seven years and never been questioned. Wow. Even, even though they didn't live in the community, since then, Gibson started capturing all incidents on camera. Wow. So they, they <laughs> didn't live there. They were actually going against the rules. Going against the rules. And never been questioned. He actually lives there as being questioned. Yep. You, you supposed to be here? You live here? What's your address? Two different <laughs> rule books. Two different rule books. Two different rule books. Mm. Literally every single time I went fishing, someone bothered me, Gibson said, adding mm. that young white community members and other black residents usually leave him alone. Ooh, that's interesting. Adding that young white community members and other black residents usually leave him alone. Wow. That's the only reason I turned the camera on. In another TikTok, Gibson posted another man said that residents also questioned if he lived in development while fishing. Mm. In Gibson's case, he said neighbors who confront him often resort to calling the police. He surmises that if he wasn't recording the incidents, they, would, they could have been worse. Yeah. He tries to remain calm when interacting with officers because when you call the police on a black man, there's already some suspicion. And this is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> That's right. Before you call the police. Please. I was just about to say that. What, what else, else could, could be done? done? <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Man. Fishing. I'm, I'm just fishing. I oh. mean, let's say, let's say if he wasn't a resident. Yeah, let's go with that. And he had no permit. He was fishing. Right. Would it still be a need to call the police? Right. If he didn't have a... <laughs> let's be honest. If he didn't have a permit and was living there, this wouldn't be an article. We wouldn't be talking about this because... He would have no grounds to be filming this TikTok and going viral with it to let people know what's going on because he'd be in the wrong. Yeah. This man is not in the wrong. This man is not in the wrong. He is a resident, 200 home development. 200 home development, okay? And he said, he said this, the phrase, nice neighborhood, so we could assume it's affluent. Yes. Uh, everyone living there is you know, nice, uh, nice neighborhood. Right. But let's go back. Something article I caught, maybe the listening audience caught as well. You should go back and read the article. Initially, when he was stopped, he was with a white friend. Yeah. Okay. Now, when I think of the word friend, you think of somebody who you're close to, like you and I, you know, we, we share stuff, we have good conversation. You trust this person, you know? Okay. You know? And I think, th I think that's the 
sometimes I wonder when you say a friend, a friend steps in when you need for them to step in. Whether it be like, hey, you know, not saying you need to be exchanging money, hey, I, need a, I need a ride on a card, you have, can you help me X, Y, Z? Sure. But he said he was with a white friend. Yeah. So my question about this so-called white friend, when he was stopped, when Gibson was stopped by and asked, who are you, what you doing here? Could that friend not have, you know, interceded and said, well, what do you mean, why is he here? He has the right to be here. Yeah, what did, what, was, what did he do? Yeah, what did he what, say? Yeah, what did he say? Because I'm not going to believe this article was written without any sort of context of him having said something and it not being reported. So I have to assume, and I hate to assume, but I have to assume he may not have said anything. Because I want to believe the reporter would have said his white friend who was there stepped in and said, leave him alone or he has a right to be here. Yeah. So, but there could be a lot of times where our so-called friends don't step in mm. for whatever reason. So, well, I think you had mentioned this one time before. Sometimes, even though they are our white friends, they can't see that right. issue. Right. Because they're seeing it as, a lot of times, they're, they're not seeing the, the behind-the-scenes color issue going on. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. this person is asking my friend, not this white person is asking my black friend right. a thing that is questioning his mm-hmm. legitimacy of existing here mm-hmm. and maybe it's because he's black that that's that is being that's happening that's right sometimes our white friends don't see that right right unless we help them point it out to them right right so sometimes that's the issue right you know? right so practical advice <laughs> what can we do I think sometimes if we're going to gauge in these sort of relationships and say we have friendships, we, we have to have difficult conversations. Yeah. Well, regards to what it looks like, regards to what it sounds, and everybody's true authenticity, just have the conversation. Yeah. I don't know if I would have said something at 25. I don't know. I don't know if Gibson was 30, but I'm saying something now, saying, look, you saw this whole experience that's now over, and you just sat there from a standpoint and didn't say anything. Yeah. Because a true friend is going to be able to say, you know what? I was wrong in that situation. I can do better next time. Yeah. I mean, it goes to question on what, what else more could our white friends right. could be looking to do. Right. Which is being my friend, yeah, but also knowing being my friend and knowing I'm black and knowing there's certain issues I deal with because I'm black, I'm a black male. Right. Truly being my friend is wanting to understand those. That's it. That's and then it. Be aware of them and then to help be there for me. Right. Right. When those issues come up. Uh-huh. And that's part of being friends with someone of another race, ethnicity. Right. Particularly in re- regardless of the level of the friendship, there needs to be a level of concern in regards to interactions that we are having that our white friends may see us go through, particularly in encountering another white person. Yeah. You need to not be in earshot. You need to be nearby. Yeah. You need to be right there like, okay, let me go see how this place is out. And then says, well, why, I don't understand why you didn't ask me why I'm here. Mm. Because if it was a white friend, again, the article did not mention at all that the white people asked the white friend, why are you here? Why did they ask him? Yeah. Yeah, did they ask him? Because, I mean, we don't know. We can assume, okay, it was racial, but if it was, right, 
than they would have said to the white friend, mm-hmm. is he supposed to be here? Exactly. You know, and then he can respond. Right. But we're saying, don't even wait for that. Mm-hmm. If you see your black friend dealing with the situation, open your eyes to it and then step in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, we don't, we say we don't like the white savior. Right? Right. We don't like white savior. But white friend is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need a white friend. You got to. I mean, if you if I'm sitting there. Come save us. Yeah. I'm but sh- you want to be a friend and step in and help us out. I'm like, yeah, sure. Always able to be a friend. <laughs> but, but seriously, I, I, that's what part of this article I don't understand. Like, that's the sort of situation sometimes that not only myself, Mr. Gibson, maybe you, other people have dealt with this. Like, look, we tired of just feeling like we got to go through things. And our, you know, the, the, the white affinity groups that say we stand with you, if you're going to stand with us, you got to be, as they say, 10 toes down and what that really means. You've yeah. got to be able to step in and say, look, no, they didn't do anything wrong. Leave them alone. Yeah, that's what the whole movement about not just being not racist, but being anti-racist. That's exactly it. Where it's not just saying, I'm not prejudiced. Right. You know, I have black friends. Right. But saying... I'm against racism right. actively right. and actively seeking to right. see where it's at and where I can destroy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're calling to. Right. So it seems like, I mean, this article we have not just before the residents here, uh, before they call the police, what else could be done? Yeah. But also for white allies. Yeah. Before the police are called right. on your black friend, mm-hmm. what else could you do as well right. to help uh, de-escalate the situation. Fishing wild black. Yeah, fishing wild black. <laughs> FWB, fishing wild black. You know. <laughs> so again, from a practical standpoint, step in when you see something wrong. Yes. You know, step in. Because one thing we do, I have seen this. I say it's always right. I know some folks when we see a black person getting pulled over, some people I know will just kind of pull over on the side, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Make sure everything's on the up and up. Pull your phone out. Yeah. Pull your phone pull out. If yeah. If it's at a fast food joint or. Uh, a grocery store, we're pulling our phones out. So if we could just get you to do the same sort of thing, when you mm-hmm. say something just don't seem right about this, just pull it out. Hold yeah, each that, other yeah, hold each the, other accountable. Yeah. yeah that could be the, e- the easiest thing to do. That's all. Like you want, if you want to get in a conversation, especially if you're a friend. Yeah. If, if it's you right. as a white person with your black friend, right. something's questionable, just pull your phone out. Yeah, that's all. Record it. That's, that's, that's real easy. Yeah, I have the right to record. I'm, yeah. I'm out of the way. I have the right to record to make sure you're not messing with Deshaun. Mm-hmm. You know, so, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I think, again, we all got to do our part. We all got to have hard conversations in regards to, you know, race relations. And because and, this, is, this, this is getting tired. It's getting old. Yeah. You know, simple things that folks just want to do for quality of life shouldn't have to be difficult to do. It should just be. The normal. I'm going fishing. Mm-hmm. And, and one last thing, too, is in this situation, they called the police and he's still alive. Yeah. He's, they didn't say anything about it, get him harmed. He wasn't in the, in the hospital for right. injuries. But that's the danger. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then this, this report would not have been, uh, you know, black fishermen had TikTok videos out and now he's dealing with something. Right. It would have been Black fishermen killed. Right, right. Because he was fishing while black. Right. And exactly. that's what we don't want happening. 
That's why we say, before you call the police, what else can be done? Because when they show up, mm-hmm. they have the authority to use lethal uh, force. Right. Why even have it go to that point? Yeah. And this would have been really interesting. And thank God, like you said, it wasn't anything other than him being, you know, unfortunately being harassed to ask questions. But could you imagine if this went left, yeah. no firearm, no weapon, a fishing pole? Yeah. You know, so we've seen and we know listening audiences will numerous stories and false narratives and reports of weapons being found. and There's nothing there at all. Mm-hmm. So, Brother Gibson, I hope you can keep on fishing, man. Don't give yeah. up on fishing. Keep living. Keep doing what you need to do because you have the right to fish. And I hope you, uh, you listen to this podcast. You take your nephew out and teach him what it's like to fish. Because, yeah, pass it on. Yeah. So as we say, before you call the police... What else can be done? What else can be done? Let's talk about what you got going on. I promise you. Brian ain't gonna call the police or nothing. But you gotta talk to me, alright? Can't do it like this. Let's just talk, bro. Before you call the police, what else can be done? Can't do it like this. Let's just talk, bro. What else can be done? Before you call the police, what else can be done? You making me a stop, Daddy. Okay, Daddy, you're a Daddy, just make some dinner.